0: Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2511, Frugal Minimalism, Do Less, Buy Less, Worry Less, Live More, part two by Liz of frugalwoods.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Thanks so much for joining today as we wrap up the article we began yesterday. If you haven't done so already, be sure to listen to that episode first. But if you're all caught up, then let's get right back into it and hear part two as we continue optimizing your life. Frugal Minimalism. Do less, buy less, worry less, live more. Part two by Liz of frugalwoods.com. Frugality takes less time. Through my shopping cessation, I came to realize that in many instances, frugality actually takes less time than non-frugality. There's a myth that a life of frugality is more time-consuming than a life of consumption, and in some specific instances, I'd say that's true. But my experience is that on the whole, frugality takes less time. Why? because there's so much less to do and to worry about and less to militate against. Much of my frugality pertains to simplicity and how I can streamline my life in order to make it more efficient. Take, for example, the fact that I don't buy clothing and haven't for over three years, with the exception of a pair of winter boots. This saves me, number one, time. I'm not dashing in and out of thrift stores trying on clothes with a toddler in tow. I'm not cruising the internet shopping for dresses on Amazon. I'm not even wasting time thinking about buying clothes or what I might need or want next. It's just not part of my life. When and if I truly need an article of clothing, as happened with those winter boots last year, I buy it. But I don't spiral into a frenzy of buying an entirely new wardrobe just because I need one item. Number two, stress. I don't panic about whether or not I have fabulously fashionable clothing for every single social event of the year. I wear what I own, and I focus on wearing things that are comfortable and that I enjoy. I really don't care if I'm in style or not. I think I look nice, and I'm happy with how I dress. If other people care, that's entirely their problem, not mine. I no longer internalize the belief that I must define myself by how I dress. I define myself by my actions, by what I do with my time, not by some articles of cloth that I use to keep warm and stay on this side of decency laws. I'd much rather people judge me by what I say and what I do than by something so arbitrary as what I wear. And you know what? They do. Once I let go of defining myself by my outward appearance, I was able to connect with people in a more genuine way. I became confident, which in turn breeds happiness, which in turn spills over onto the people you meet. And number three, money. This is the obvious one, and it was the reason I stopped buying clothes in the first place. But it quickly became the least important attribute and benefit for me of not shopping. There are countless other examples of how frugality saves us time. Home haircuts take 15 minutes, as opposed to the embodied time and cost of driving or walking or biking to a salon, waiting in line, getting your haircut, and then driving, walking, or biking back home. Cooking in your own kitchen takes far less time than driving to and waiting at a restaurant. And the list goes on. But the biggest time savers are the things that Mr. Frugalwoods and I have simply stopped doing and stopped needing as a result of our frugality. Think through your typical week and write down everything that sucks up your time. What on this list can you simply let go of? What can you simply stop doing? No major crises need happen, no transformative seismic shifts, just the simple acceptance that you no longer need to do it. Anything that felt like a hassle and that didn't bring us fulfillment, we let go of. Simplification an ongoing effort. This process of simplifying my stuff and my actions is ongoing. I struggle to strike the right balance between keeping things stashed away in my basement for future needs and my desire for organized, streamlined efficiency in our home operations. When we lived in a one-bedroom apartment in Cambridge, Massachusetts, It was mandatory that we didn't own more than could fit into our two closets. We gave stuff away like it was our job and were ruthless about what objects we allowed to enter our home. Now, however, we enjoy the blessing and curse of ample storage space in our basement and barn. Almost everything we own is a hand-me-down or a supremely cheap garage sale or thrift store purchase. So it's not a question of actual sunk costs. It is, however, a question of the fact that since I've stopped shopping, I now loathe the experience. I will do just about anything to not have to enter a store, including saving things for future use. For now, I'm content with my process of sifting through everything we own and making a considered decision to either keep it or give it away. I'm proud of the massive pile of giveaways I've amassed, and I'm equally proud of my organized, labeled storage boxes. It's easier for me to give up actions, to stop doing activities that aren't fulfilling. I find liberation and freedom every time I identify some worthless use of my time that I can cease. The temptation to employ efficient use of my time is a powerful motivator for me. And the fact that stopping these activities usually saves me money is a tertiary benefit. The most precious resource of all is our time. It's what allows us to create a life we enjoy, build healthy bodies, experience our families, pursue our passions, and figure out the impact we wanna have on our world. I refuse to fritter away my time or my money on anything that doesn't facilitate an authentic, well-lived life. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Frugal Minimalism, Do Less, Buy Less, And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's monarchmone ycom slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. This article reminded me that minimalism is about so much more than saving money. Cutting back on complexity helps keep us focused on the things that really matter. And it's a great way to fight decision fatigue. There is so much in our lives that we can simplify from our clothing and household things to even our digital stuff and what we eat. This is one of the reasons I really love meal planning and batch cooking. By having a steady rotation of menus with simple recipes for the week, I'm able to do all the food shopping and batch cooking in a matter of a few hours each Sunday. This saves me so much time and mental energy during the week because not only do I not have to make a decision on what to eat, it's also already ready for me to chow down. I do notice that every now and then I'll get bored with a meal, but I've worked around this by making slight adjustments. So for example, I make a kale salad very regularly and it's something we rarely tire of. But to keep things interesting, I'll experiment with a new salad dressing or add in a different vegetable for variety. I've heard that the most important choice in life is what we pay attention to. Practices like minimalism do a great job at helping us create routines and systems so that we can save our attention for life's bigger questions. But that's going to do it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to both parts of this great post. And I'll see you again tomorrow for more Optimal Finance Daily. That's where your optimal life awaits.